You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams. Welcome to this latest episode of Liam Ryan, the Dealmaker Podcast. Today, I am here with my amazing business partner, Ross Maliu, known as AKA the Agent Whisperer, and one of our personal graduates, Haviz, who has now got three serviced accommodation rent-to-rent deals in the portfolio, generating an extra 36 thousand pounds per year and we're going to show you exactly how you can start scale and grow a high cash flowing serviced accommodation business so let's get to it um, i'm here today with ross malu also known as the agent whisperer and hafiz chowdhury wow awesome you know what great having you in the studio today uh, thanks for coming down mate it's been one heck of a journey so we are going to look at the good the bad the ugly we're going to look at where you were where you are now the transformation that you have gone through and of course we're going to be sharing some amazing tips with our viewers on really showing them how to start scale and grow a serviced accommodation business so life was comfortable yep I've been working in the banking industry in IT. Great. Um, I've done that about 15, 20 years. And uh, it was coming to a point where I needed something. I needed to change something. There's a lot of legislation coming around, which meant that contractors weren't getting the benefits they used to. A lot of them were being redundant. And I had to do something different. Right. Also, IR35, right, was coming into place it as was, well, yeah? It was because of IR35. Uh, so many contracts and Barclays where I was were made redundant. I've been there for seven years. Wow. Yeah. Great. So um, business analysts, so quite good with numbers and attention to detail. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so why property though? Obviously, you know you needed a change like many people listening into this. So why, why, why was property that next step for you? I'd always wanted to invest in property. Yep. I actually have some property in Bangladesh, okay. which we've rent, let out on a rent-to-rent basis. And that was even before I'd even heard of rent-to-rent. We let that out 20 years ago. Right. And the same thing, we just get our money coming in every time, or every month. Um, but I wanted to do more in property. Uh, I knew people who were making a good return from property. They were providing accommodation, helping people as well along the way. But it was a good source of income. And that's Great. what I thought. Great. And then how did you actually meet me initially? Yeah, well, see, I kept seeing your face popping up on Facebook all the time and uh, YouTube and things. I was like, okay, this guy must, must be, uh, he must, it must be worth going to one of his sessions. So I went to, along to a session at, uh, is it the Gloucester Hotel? Gloucester, Millennium Gloucester Millennium Hotel, Gloucester, yeah, that's London, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably a two-day event, one or two-day event that we've done there. I think it was a one-day event. Um, and it was, it was, it was weird because I was w- sitting outside waiting for everybody, no one could go in yet. And then this guy walks along with the entourage behind him. He's beaming broadly. <laughs> and uh, that, that exact same smile. And he walks in there. And everyone says, okay, you can all come in in about 10 minutes' time when Liam's going to be ready for you all. That was the first one right. I met you. And, and here we are, what? How, how many years later now? Three, definitely four, three. Four in, years in, in, Into our fourth year. Yeah. You know, coming yeah. up to pretty much four years. And it has been an incredible journey. It's not been, I would say the fastest journey that anyone has ever had 
but this fits in really nicely with your lifestyle, doesn't it? You know, you've been able to get a few properties over the line, just a few hours a week. So why did you decide to do serviced accommodation rent to rent? Um, the main thing was, because um, it's not an asset growing uh, uh, scenario, it's more of an income generating scenario. So because I, because of I-35, I left banking, I needed to generate income. Great. And that was quite the quickest thing. I have other, other assets, I have money, a bit of money. Uh, I have assets in Bangladesh as well, but I need income being generated. And that was why. And that, that was that was the you know, the reason for choosing SA rent to rent. Well, what I love about that, it's minimum cash in, maximum cash out. You can either own property, you're doing rent to rent, which is where you, uh, well, let, 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 let's uh, have Ross explain. A lot of people tuning in, they, you know, they hear a lot about rent to rent, Ross. Is it possible? It's subletting, it's illegal. So you are the agent whisperer. You've been in this marketplace for 12, 13 years now. So could you just explain to us as best as you can, what exactly is rent to rent? In a nutshell, uh, the traditional property investing is where you purchase cash or you, um, you use finance to obtain the asset. This is not about sort of acquiring an asset and, and gaining from appreciation. It's purely acquiring control of an asset and re-renting it out to, to get a return. So it's a cash flow strategy. Uh, again, as you mentioned, it's minimum cash and maximum cash out. That is the catalyst to rent to rent. Um, yes, there is a lot of people who will go about this the wrong way and have problems with subletting and things like that. But ultimately, if you learn how to handle those basic objections, you get a, a set up in place that's going to protect you along the way then you can make you know a lot of money within this industry you can take whatever you want from this industry very much like Hafiz has done where he's replaced an income you can treat it as you know something to give you the, the luxuries in life you can turn it into a multi-million pound business like I've done it's completely up to you what you want to take from it wow, so I hope that gives you an insight great. So, so, so what you do with rent to rent you rent a property from a landlord <laughs> You use the correct contract legal framework mm -hmm. for then you're able to then rent it out um, to guests on a nightly basis. Correct. You then have a liability, so you pay the landlord's rent and then and you, you make the difference. Yeah, exactly that. It's providing an alternative to a hotel or a B&B. It's offering short-term accommodation, typically to contractors. For me, that's a, an area that I've focused on heavily over the last sort of 13 years in this business. Naturally, there's leisure guests as well that you, you can look at. But for me, it's about identifying where the traffic is and then putting the units in the right place in order to get your return. All right, right. so I'm just gonna play devil's advocate. If I said to you, no, it's it's subletting, that's illegal. Is, is subletting illegal or is um, it illegal? So let me explain very bluntly. Um, subletting is illegal if it's done on the wrong contract. If it's done with the right contract, with permission to sublet to clients, it's completely legal, legally above board. Great, good. So initially you were working closely with me. You was in what's called my Assets for Life Academy. Yes. And you know, you were building and you were growing. You then made the decision that you really wanted to do rent to rent serviced accommodation. So obviously I work with my amazing business partner Ross Maliu, who has secured you know thousands of deals over his career. And uh, we then, or Ross trained you in serviced accommodation. You, you then done something called Onpatch with Ross. What, what was the Onpatch all about? The Onpatch was basically, so Ross makes sure that we've got everything in place first. The set company set up and so on, a website um, to introduce ourselves. And what Ross does, he then says, okay, fine. 
come with me. I'm going to go to the area where you want to invest. Yeah. And we're going to go and talk to estate agents. One, two, three, ten, however many in that area. Luckily, where I was, they're all in one road or two roads. <laughs> <laughs> Ross's feet did hurt afterwards, but there you go. You covered some mileage that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, he, you then, he said to me, okay, if he's don't say anything for the first one or two, let me do the talking. Let me show you how we talk to people so that we talk their language. And we went in there. We um, went to a few estate agents. I let him do the talking. I was standing in the background. He introduced me as, okay, he is setting up his business in Watford. We work very closely with him. Yep. And I just led from there. And so Great. with one, two, three. And then slowly I started to speak to a few as well. Great. Yeah, yep. because, I, you know, we, we've been in this business a long time, right, Ross? And yep. we've seen a lot of people succeed. And we've also seen a lot of people fail. And one of the biggest blocks that people have is actually talking to agents, knowing what to say to agents. Uh, wh why do you think that's a big block for people, Ross? I, I would go, like, again, I've been training people a long time within this industry, and I would, I would go as far to say that five or 10% of people can receive information in a classroom, take that information on board, and then put it into practice and, and get a return. I'd probably go as far to say five to 10% of people can do that. The rest of the people out there, including me, need to be practically shown how. And I think it's a key component to, to getting anywhere in this business quickly is if you've got somebody literally showing you exactly what to do and what not to do, I think it's so easy then to rinse, repeat and replicate. And yeah. I think that is a key part of what we do is practically showing people how. And I think it naturally gets results a lot quicker. Yeah, because the reality is there are literally thousands of deals, hundreds of thousands mm. of potential deals up and down the UK. Um, it's about knowing what to say, how to say it. And I love that about your on-patch. I actually don't know anyone else in the UK that offers an on-patch service where you'll actually take your client into all the agents and make sure that they get a deal over the line. Yeah, I, I do think it is quite unique. I've not come across anyone else that does it in the UK. It could be for various reasons, but for me, I'm extremely confident that I can go into a brand new area each and every day with a, a brand new client to the industry and I'm extremely confident I can grab their attention, get the relationship on side and most importantly make sure that my, my client's got a, a very easy flow of deals uh, to the market. Great, so how, how valuable was that for you Haviz and what role did that play in getting that first deal over the line? Do you know the only th the reason I joined the Service Accommodation Academy was because I was going to get the on-patch training because I knew how valuable that would be to me. You know, I'm, I've been in the education for years. I'm a master's graduate, I've got an MBA and everything. So I've been through the education, but I do realize how much, just seeing it happen in front of you, how much that helps. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it gives you such a tremendous confidence booster, as well as just knowing what to say at the right time. So shortly after you're on patch, you go get your, your first deal. Yep. Right? Talk us through, you know, where is the deal? How did you get the deal? Well, I'm, I'm assuming it's from an agent, <laughs> having done the on-patch. Yeah. But, but how, how did that deal come about? Did the agent call you? Did you follow up with the agent? Why does that deal make it a deal? What are some of the okay. elements that make that so deal a, a great deal? One of the things that Ross gets us to do, we get introduced to agents, but at the same time, he insists that we call these guys up, call the agents up, at least once a fortnight, once a week or something, just to keep your, you in their presence, yeah? And then if you find 
any deals that you might think work for you, call that agent straight away. Because deals go quickly. So yeah. call that agent straight away and we know what to say. You know, we, 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 it's, you, know you, you need to know whether the property's still available, whether um, the landlord would, would work with you on a long-term basis and so on. Yeah. And so I found this deal. I thought, oh yeah, this is really, and it's a really nice location. Uh, it was a converted old orphanage. The whole site was, and uh, it's a lovely location. And we went to see the property with the agent, and I fell in love with it. Two bedrooms. I know I could put four people in there. It's a flat, right? Yeah, it's a flat. It's a sorry, flat. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 it's a flat. And uh, I knew I could put uh, four people in there. Um, it had parking. It was nicely done up. I needed a few things being done to it, which the landlord said, yep, fine, I'll do all that. Uh, just painting a little bit here and there. Um, but it was great. And it was nerve wracking. Oh my God, I'm taking this property on. Am I going to get any bloody clients? Yeah. Excuse my language there. <laughs> Am I going to get any clients or not? And, and I'm pleased you said that because it's all about risk versus reward. A lot of people yeah. want the reward, but they're not willing to take an element of the risk. Yeah. And that's why it's great to have a great mentor, Ross, a great mentor with me, be part of a fantastic community, invest in your training, invest in your mentoring, because yeah. I know Ross walked you through that entire process. Yeah. So how did it feel? Apart from being a bit scared, um, how did it feel when you picked those keys up, you went in? What, what, was that, what was that moment like? As you said, I was scared, but I was also like, oh my God, I'm starting a new business now. It's, it's just like a really, in, a new journey for me, yeah? Yes, we'd done family businesses before, and I'd been uh, self-employed as a contractor, but this was compl something completely different. So, it's not so much intriguing, but I was really looking forward to it. Wow. A new, yeah. a new lease of life. Yeah. A new, new challenge, yeah. a new opportunity. Yeah. And we'd Great. also heard about this, got, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this, put this in place. You think, oh my God, I've got to do that now. <laughs> so it's just setting, setting up the cleaners, setting up your website, setting up uh, your booking systems, getting your, um, your client references in. Yeah. So there's a lot of steps to it. But what Ross teaches you is that if you can systemize a lot, a lot of that, it makes your job easier. Yeah. So you can focus on more deals, raising more exactly. money. Exactly. Yeah. So the market, who's, who's your market? You've got hen party, stag dudes in that, that place or not? Who, who's your target audience? No, they are not. <laughs> Sorry, mate. No. no we always like to have a little joke about yeah. that because you know there's a lot of people out there doing this and they, right. they get the so, wrong they get the wrong yeah. clientele in the apartment. What what is your market in that area, Heavies? Okay. So my main as Ross had as well, primarily contractors. Okay. And I right. get long term contractors as well. Uh, I've had people doing all the windows for the BBC, the new BBC buildings. I've had people that have um, done the electrics for uh, a new uh, Ninja Warriors um, site in Watford. Great. I've had uh, people who've done worked on TK Maxx head office. So I get a lot of contractors and they, because they're on a job, they like to stay for three, four weeks, three, four months. I think the best I've had is about five months. Wow, five stayed. months worth of bookings. They were here Monday to Friday. And then at the weekends, I get a lot of people who want to go to Harry Potter World. Mm. <coughs> yeah. So people come in with young families to go see a few wizards in the corners, you know. Right. So it's brilliant. So, so that one property, give or take, sometimes is a bit more, sometimes a bit less. How much do you make on that per year? Uh, on average, it's 
a thousand pound a month, so wow. it's about twelve thousand. So twelve thousand pounds a year. That's after costs. That's after costs. That's yep. in your back pocket, obviously pre-tax. Yes. But twelve thousand pounds a year cash flow. So you got your first one. Wow, everything's cooking on gas. How did you then get the second deal, and where is that second deal? Okay, so so I made a point of getting to know all the people in my block of flats. Great, yeah, it's yeah. a really good tip. Just to make, so they know what I'm doing, yeah, and they don't get upset by different guests coming in all the time. I got on really well with my, with my neighbors. So I had number nine, and I got on really, really well with number 10, the young couple. Because of COVID, they both lost their jobs and they couldn't afford the flat anymore. So they were moving back to their parents' home. I did ask, are you separating? No, 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 we're just moving out. So then I got onto the estate agent, said, right, these guys are moving out. Can I take this flat on, please? Yeah, again, following the guidelines that Ross gave us, same process, same benefit to the landlord, same benefit to the uh, estate agent as well. And after the two and fro, I negotiated the right rent for me, yeah, so that it, it's, it's profitable. Again, I see the profitability because what Ross has taught us is how to analyze an area, how to analyze your property, including co fixed costs and variable costs and everything. And it's not rocket science. Anybody can do this. Yeah. Just follow the guidelines that they give us. Yeah. Great. And uh, I took that deal on. Great. And so it's, it's you know, again, the same block. <laughs> it's amazing. It's next it? door to each other. It's yeah. fantastic for my cleaning team. Yeah. They just. Keep, keep the linen in one, one flat and there's use it for both. Great. Brilliant. So you got your second deal. I don't know, similar profit, £12,000 yep. a year. Got your third deal. So you've got three in the portfolio now. So on the third deal, so it wasn't something I hunted for. The estate agent came to me and said, Hafiz, do you want this property? What property? Oh, we've got a flat over here, very similar to what you've already got. So it's basically getting, on the estate, getting the estate agents to work for you. Once they know that you're a good client, a good tenant of the landlord, they're willing to work with you because mm. they, see, they see you're paying your rent on time. They see that you look after the properties immaculately because you have to. It's your business for service accommodation. Yeah. And so they come to me and, and they've offered me two or three, but those ones haven't been quite suitable. Not, every, not everything is great, but this new one is. Great, and it just goes to show, like you say, build relationships with agents, be a good client to them. Yep. Agents, at the end of the day, Ross, what do they want? Commissions, right? Yeah, I think this is sort of, from my side of the fence, if you, if you can imagine, I've been a letting agent. I understand exactly what they want, what they don't yeah. want. Um, you know, I had three letting agents that looked after maybe six, 700 clients across a you know, particular county. So I understand what agents want, and guess what? We literally present in such a way that they receive it extremely well. We highlight the certain aspects that they're concerned with because naturally I understand those concerns being an agent myself one day. And for me, it's just done in a seamless manner that makes sense for them to work with us, bring properties to us, for us to take them on in the masses. And yeah, it's a great synergy. Fantastic. Mm. So you're on fire. What's next for Haviz? Where, where are you going to take this? Because I know you just do it a little bit. You're quite relaxed. You're really <laughs> chilled out. You probably could have done 30 deals in the time that you've been with us, but it's okay. You've got three and it suits mm. your lifestyle. Yep. But, but what do you see going forward for, say, the next 12 months of these? So I have a target of getting a new property every month. Okay, wow. A new rent to rent property right. every month. So you're now so going to go for it. Yeah, that's right. And I'm not. I'm saying one new property every month because I think that's reasonable for me. The effort, the effort I put in, yep. And 
uh, finding the right stock as well. Um, if it's not the right stock, I'll, I'll turn it down. Yeah, I won't just take, oh, yeah, I've got that property, great. We're very strict it's, on that, aren't yeah, we? It's, we, it's, we don't yeah, just take yeah. any deal. And again, if you can imagine, guys, I just put myself in the shoes of, of Hafiz as he's taking that particular deal on. You know, if I feel it, it, it would be good for me, then I would I would advise him to do the deal. If, mm. if I find that it's not right mm. for whatever reason, I'll be very blunt with him and say, look, I wouldn't do the deal based on X, Y, and Z. I refuse to tell people what they want to hear, mm. more what they need to hear to go out and get the results. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? I see so many people in the marketplace they get really excited, they've invested in training or mentoring, all they care about is getting an ROI, which I understand, mm. but then they just go and get the wrong property yeah. in the wrong place because they're just so, so excited and desperate to get that deal. I, I, I say, look, wait, it might be a month before you get a deal, it could be a year before you get a deal, it could be six months before you get a deal, but make sure it's the right deal in the right location. So one of the things, uh, Liam, that I did, and Ross knows this, I'm, Luckily, I've had a background in reading contracts and things, but I go through those company lit agreements completely, word for word, you know, word by word. And I've noticed, you know, things, some things that weren't quite right for me. Yep. And I've, all, and I've fed back to Ross, and Ross has gone through it. Yeah, mate, you're right, you picked up on those. Mm. Let's get them changed. And with the right advice, Ross has helped me to get those things changed as well. Excellent. So the contract works in not just our favour, but it's a win-win for everybody. You, you, you shouldn't have a contract that's in your favour and not someone else's. It should be balanced. balanced. Yeah. And that's what he's helped me do. So is it fair to say you've had a good experience being part of AFL and under the watchful eye of Mr. Ross Maliu and, and working with me and the rest of the team? Liam and Ross and your other mentors, my education and knowledge in property has gone sky high. Wow. It really is. Some people ask me, what would you do here? What would you do there? What would you do there? Obviously, I, I don't just give out information freely, but to those close to me, I, I will do. Yeah. Um, but it is so good. It's been wow. so good. The, ex the whole experience and the knowledge. And this is from someone who's um, analytical, a business analyst, a master's very graduate, left, very left brain. you know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, awesome. It's it's well, we, a lot. As I say, we, we've loved working with you. You know, out, you know, and big credit to Ross Malio with the on patch and being one of his top clients. And you know, you're you're a real big part of the whole assets for life team, mate. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be with us for many, many, many years. To for come. me, it's an experience. Yeah, I'm always learn. Every day I learn. Every day with AFL, I learn something new. Great. So quick fire round. What's been your biggest challenge and why? Uh, I've been too comfortable and okay. getting getting off my back a little bit. Yeah, that's not everyone's problem. But for that's me personally. So I've, uh, you know, you told me, get off your whatever. You've done the same, you know, and it's putting your knowledge into action. Yeah. And because of the training that you guys have given me and the knowledge that I've got, I can put that interaction yeah. comfortably. I have that confidence. Yeah. And we keep a watchful eye on you. Thank you. And we will be honest with you. Thank you very we much. We do say on a regular basis, Aviz, you've got so much more potential. Yep. Um, but obviously you do it at your own pace. Uh, what was the moment in property that you'd say was one of those big sort of like motivational moments or like light bulb moments, ha-ha moments where you felt really good about yourself? Um, getting my first guess in yes. the property. Love that. Yeah. Because it's almost like it's possible. <laughs> yeah. And then the second thing was when they said to me, oh, we're going to be here for about two or three months. 
And you were like, brilliant. I thought, wow. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, you know? it's like up at that point. Yeah, yeah completely. <laughs> and the thing was, they were there Monday to Friday. But it was a case, I actually built a relationship with them as well. I was on you know, very good terms with them after those three months. So you meet so many people in this line of work. Um, and it's great. Great. I Cheers. have some new guests there from, from Birkenhead, and I'm getting on fantastic with them. You know, it's all sorts of people. What, what, what keeps you motivated? Uh, a few things. Uh, my wife, number one. Yeah, great. She's fantastic. I love her to bits. Uh, number two is the fact that I can replace my original income. Yeah. But number three, I'm also selling a good product. Nice. It's like not that. like um, it's not like I'm oh I'm out to make as much money as I can. No, it's a fair market price I'm charging, and people come back. They wouldn't have stayed with me for five months if I wasn't a fair product. Yeah. I've had other contractors stay with me for three months, another set stay for me for four months. So I'm obviously giving the people something that they want. Yeah. And the number of people that come to me for Harry Potter, and they love the experience there. The kids love it. Wow. So it's so much joy that we give them. And that, that makes you feel good as well, right? Oh, completely. Because you're providing a great service at a fair price, which is a complete win-win. So look, if you could go back, or if you could spend the day with anyone, dead or alive, who would that be and why? The greatest. Muhammad Ali. Mm, Muhammad Ali, yeah. He was, um, he was a disruptor. Yeah. He, how, he didn't let anything stand in his way. He had a lot of uh, criticism uh, when he was younger, Cassius Clay and so on. Uh, but he fought to get to the top. He literally fought to get to the top. And um, he had so many obstacles, including racism and challenges to overcome, but he did it. But at the same time, he took people with him as well. Mm. And people liked how he put his story out there. Yeah, you see lots of interviews with him, like with Michael Parkinson and other people. And he's a very witty, intelligent guy, very but sure. a very caring guy as well at the same time. Great. Man, that's, that's very, very interesting. Yeah, good stuff. Well, it's been lovely having you on the show. Um, any final words from you, Ross? Anyone tuning in, thinking about getting into this amazing strategy? Any any words of wisdom, any, any tips or tricks you'd like to share? Yeah, firstly, I just want to thank uh, what a pleasure it's been to mentor Hafiz over the last sort of 12 months absolute pleasure and um, you know some people are just simply not coachable no matter what I do but that's definitely not the case with Hafiz so that's something I definitely want to mention and um, the other thing I want to mention is this look guys please see this as an opportunity that you can take on and change your life whatever you're trying to make changes whether it's career you know more money coming into the, the household you know just having the ability to line your pockets rather than someone else's whatever the circumstances are please see this as a viable option for you to get into the property industry to, to get in at a very sort of low rate low entry level and start to make your cash flow within this property world you can then use that cash flow to go on to buy assets do development whatever it is you wish to do but please see this as a, a fantastic opportunity for you to change your life and tailor it to whatever you want so awesome. i think that's yeah definitely that's amazing well, is... could i say one more thing please? go for it all right you and you i'd like to say thank you to you both amazing. you've really helped me a lot yeah you. you know i'm not saying i couldn't have done things on my own but it would have taken a lot longer yeah. 
So the advice and the information and the help that you guys have given me fantastic man awesome we love you dude mate honestly well done Heavy. absolute yeah. pleasure mate as always wow 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 so there we have it the one and only ross malu and Haviz. what an amazing journey and it just goes to show that this is an amazing high cash flow strategy so if you want to know more about serviced accommodation and how you can start scale and grow a high cash flow and property portfolio make sure you get to www assetsforlife.co.uk, click on events and come and join us for our next Serviced Accommodation Summit. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in my next episode. You're listening to The Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.